Hi. Hi, how are you? Doing well. How are you? Great. I got something to talk about. This world is messed up and crazy. How I'm supposed to know? How I'm supposed to show? Afraid you see me, then afraid you let me go. Somebody paid me the way. I'm just trying to grow. Start the fire, let them see the smoke. A marathon mentality podcast, which is the reason I hesitate, is because it's new for me. I'm going to take my cough drops off the table. Um, just changed the name not too long ago, so that's why I have to like struggle through it a little bit. I'm going to set a timer, but while I'm doing that, my rule is I let everyone introduce themselves because what they have to say about themselves is what they want people to know, I think. So hmm. go ahead. Okay. My name is Susan. Do I give my last name? Right, it's up to you. Susan Fulford. We'll do both. Um, originally from Boston, hmm. spent the last 17-ish years in the South between Florida and Georgia. And just moved to Chicago. Florida Georgia line. Florida Georgia line. Actually, do you like, kind of. Do you like country? Yeah, I do. I love country. So, well, it's cool. Um, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. Keep no, going. Good. No, just moved to, to Chicago in June. Loving it thus far. No, didn't have a bad breakup to just leave another city because that's like the first question people ask. But mm. uh, just wanted a new adventure. In cold. Yeah, I'm questioning all my life decisions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Today. For sure. I don't know if we should take anything you have to say for this and. <laughs> since your decision making is so poor questionable um yeah and so can you listen to do you listen to my podcast on vulnerability yeah that's where it came from and then gave feedback which i appreciate so much i don't know why you would listen to myself but Great thank questions. you so much uh, once once again bad decision making um but I love it. I love going farther on topics that I've already done, bringing different perspectives and hopefully, um, you know, learning something new myself. So, um, so I definitely appreciate it. I guess, you know, in this case, I would say open us up to what your thoughts were on there. Cause that whole thing wasn't about vulnerability, but, yeah. but it got there a little bit. In part it did. I think you were questioning or asking, um, what was his name? Cornelius. Cornelius. Yeah. You were asking him a number of times. He didn't, wasn't exactly directly answering mm -hmm. you about what makes him, him have the ability or how does he find the sure. strength to be vulnerable? Right. Um, and so I sent you the book, right. Daring Greatly by Brene Brown, which I'm not a huge reader, but right. one of the best books that I've ever read. I say that all the time. Um, yeah, that's cool. I think there's a lot of dynamics that are worth discussing. It's obviously the thoughts on vulnerability from a woman versus a man, the thoughts on vulnerability, men's vulnerability from a woman, mm. um, the thoughts on vulnerability in like dating versus a relationship versus friendship, um, and, and all the things that come from that. And so I'm, I can't even remember what I said on that, on that podcast of where I, did I say I was vulnerable? Did I say I was getting vulnerable? I appreciate, I appreciate. Were, yeah. That you are the type of person to be on the spectrum of vulnerability, somebody who's more vulner vulnerable than others might be. Yeah, I think it's just, for me, it's a little more comfortable um, to be that way than not. I'm not saying more comfortable than other people. I just think it is because I it's hard to hide stuff all the time. Yeah. I think it's, it's tough. So, yeah, I like to think that. Um, I have been told that I don't always go as deep into subjects like with my own content. And I do that on purpose. I was explaining that back is that I said... 
I try not to bring my own experiences. Yeah, do whatever you got to do. Um, I try not to bring my own experiences into it, into this as much because I don't want, and it has happened, like people talking to me, they're like, well, I don't want this on the podcast. Like when they're trying to tell me something serious or something, I'm like, uh, I never use my own stuff on the podcast. I do need to tell, do more storytelling, even if it's not my, sorry, I'm like half coughing. Um, I do need to do more, that uh, I, contagious? You laugh. <laughs> um so i i would probably incorporate more of that but but we'll see but with vulnerability obviously it's hard to talk about it and not bring you know yourself into it a little bit and so um yeah what i I don't know even know where you start as where was my first thing as a woman Mm. how do you kind of view vulnerability yeah so i think it's a interesting topic i Mm -hmm. think with friendships dating I have really any dynamic work dynamics. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's a challenging thing for everyone to do. So even if I'm the type of person, same that I probably lean towards being more vulnerable than not. Right. Um, but I do think it's a superpower. Like I think that you also, if you are the type of person who can be vulnerable, can also bring that out of, out of other people. hundred percent. I think so too. I think that's what I was saying in my yeah. other podcast is that he like make, like brings it out of me. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, coming from a guy's perspective, it's although mental health is like at the forefront of everything, and and I think when people stop and put their mind around mental health, they can do all these things, right? They can be mm-hmm. vulnerable, they can communicate, they can uh, reflect, and they can do all these things. But how often do you stop and put your mind to mental health? So, point being, especially for guys, for guys. So, point being it still doesn't get talked about that much, and it's still not really accepted that much because um in in that podcast obviously i was giving him a lot of credit and mm-hmm. being vulnerable and in, in giving that praise for something that's not talked about i don't know if you listen to my next one that was friends um yeah not, uh not i like, think i might have not like it's it's your responsibility too but the point is in that one i felt like we were like even was it the, two other guys yep yeah i did listen yeah to it. even the questions i was asking there mm-hmm. i felt those were like vulnerable questions like saying hey if you wanted to spend more time with another guy, mm-hmm. how, you know, how would you go about doing that and not be weird? Yeah. Like, why does it have to be weird if you want to spend more time with right. another guy? It's exactly what we're talking about. It's about being yeah. vulnerable. And and it's almost in that case, like letting another guy know he's better than you, right? Mm-hmm. Because why would I want to spend time with you? Or it, maybe that's just a view, view that could come off. It doesn't yeah. mean that, but it, this view that could come off is like, I want to spend time with you because you're better than me. And I'm like a but fan. You, just in doing that, create an environment where just like Cornelius did for you, when he said that you looked good or something, Yeah, right. you didn't look at him as humbling himself or sure. lowering himself to you. You just, it created a deeper connection probably, sure. or you like gave you a warm feeling inside that you were like, Oh, that's somebody I would be interested in talking to or bouncing ideas off of, or, at least getting to know on a deeper level. Well, most definitely. And that's why it's so ridiculous that guys can't be this, that, or whatever, can't communicate well, or, or it's thought that you're not supposed to be. I just don't think it's as natural, right? Like yeah. guys don't sit around a room talking to each other the same way that girls do. Right. I think like about sure. vulnerable topics. Sure. 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 I think yeah. so. That's what I hear. Obviously I'm not a guy. Mm. You know, I don't think it's I a, like if I... you're going through a hard day. Like my I might text my girlfriend being like, today just sucks. Yeah, true. Whereas you're I'm not, not going to, but it, I, I do have friends for sure that I'll, I've talked about, I mean, that almost every conversation we have is, is vulnerable. One way or another. Um, I would definitely say like Anthony, who 
mm-hmm. who, you know, um, yeah, I would say far more vulnerable conversations than not there. So, but he's also like one of my five top best friends ever. Right. So it's almost like for a guy, you have to be there before you can even discuss it where, you know, when we make comparisons, like women will be vulnerable with another woman at work that she never hangs out with outside of work that, um, so yeah, I mean, Oh, yeah. I did find that interesting from the friends. Cause you were talking about work relationships Yeah, and I found it. Uh, yeah. Interesting that like to me, I had your sentiment, like you spend, so if you were in an office, right. like you spend so much time with those people. And I have some of the, some very deep work relationships and it's mm-hmm. interesting how they've evolved, but I'm still sure. like in touch with those people. And yeah. I think it depends on the type, like I traveled with them a lot. And, but you do sales. Yeah. Like I do. Yeah. And so I, I, I think I did make that distinction though, mm-hmm. like where I feel like in sales, you're going to have a closer relationship than uh, Frank does finance. It's like what true, I but mean, I just think if you're in an office environment, th- you're th- spending so much time there, it would behoove you to get to know those. But people I think in it. sales, you were always most times are going to work on a team, right? Yeah. Which are which are trying to bring people together, right? Whereas, yeah, like in finance, you may be on a team, but maybe not. Maybe not. <laughs> That's going to happen a couple of times. Um, so then the next topic I like listed there was men's vulnerability from the viewpoint of a woman Mm. and so like i wonder like what women think about guys like do you guys think guys are vulnerable at all i think it depends on the guy i think that there's a lot less guys who have done the self-reflection men and women i would say like there's just a select group of people i feel like who have done self-reflection and done the work to get to know themselves better or Mm -hmm. question like their own areas of vulnerability or gotten real with themselves sure. about like what they can work on. Sure. Um, I think I would say it skews slightly more towards women, just maybe being open to discussing it with other women more so than men, unless they've really done that self-work, but it just doesn't come up naturally. I think, sure. or that's how women view it. Right. Like sure. the guys aren't sitting around. Like I said, like the girls are chit chatting yeah. about, I don't know, random topic. I mean, that goes without saying yeah. that part does. I'm, tr- I'm, I'm I also thinking think, like I was actually having a conversation with my friend who's married and she opened up that her husband was really struggling. You yeah. know, they just had their second baby, yeah. they're really exhausted. He's like, you know, in finance and he's like, I want to be in construction. Sure. Like, how do I support you guys? And I guess one night he was like, you think that you have a house. They just bought a house. Right? Yeah. We have a house and our kids are healthy and I have a beautiful wife and an amazing family and I'm miserable. Mm. Great time for me to plug my podcast. That's coming out tomorrow. Okay, go. It's called lost. Wow. It's about the lost feeling and feeling like you shouldn't have a lost feeling. Listen yeah. to it tomorrow. I'm not going to go into it. Um, no, but he woke up the next morning was like, I'm so sorry. You know, like I am not miserable. Like yeah. I, we have a great life. But, uh, but I, I think I want to give up too much of my thing tomorrow, but I think that's also the problem is like mm-hmm. why that's where i feel like guys aren't vulnerable right like no he thought that something was wrong with it 100 and it. and women are made to be crazy when they are vulnerable like that like you can feel a way today yeah. and feel a different way tomorrow yeah or you and then feel back the first way right. the okay. next day and that's like figuring out the feelings i think and, and i think that's what goes into guys not being vulnerable is whatever went on in his head that he felt like he needed to apologize the next day. Yeah. Um, I think from making her feel like it was 
he's or, miserable with, with her. her right no and I, with I their kid right I 100 yeah. percent get that but I think and you've got to have a super close relationship right. to get through I mean well, just, that's what I said I said Abby even... like that is amazing that he's willing to be vulnerable enough with yeah. himself because I think the first thing yeah. is recognizing that you don't have it all together sure and that goes into like so many things of like communication and stuff like that because this is going to go down a rabbit hole in that specific situation but what i, I like think i'm a therapist so like just <laughs> just brace yourself in a situation like that i could he definitely needs to be that vulnerable mm-hmm. and then i be i didn't i forgot about that part he definitely does need to let her know mm-hmm. that it's not her and she needs to let him know that it's okay yeah because what will happen is he's going to now be more careful in what he says because he's going to feel like if well, she reacted right if she reacted right and so yeah so I'm you not, have to create the same i'm not space speaking for... about that one i'm talking yeah. about situations yeah. like that yeah yeah no but it's the same same thing no matter what it whether it be a marriage or a friendship right. your reaction to when somebody has a moment of vulnerability is going to dictate whether your relationship gets stronger yeah. or there's a crack in the foundation right like sure. so her sitting there and accepting it. like she didn't react to him saying he's miserable she right. basically said tommy i think we really need to like get some help right yeah. like, i think that you probably want to talk to somebody like i can't be your only sounding board if you're not talking to other people about and it. i i think that too i think this is something i'm a little sensitive about um i'm like trying not to cough all the time <laughs> get it together <laughs> i know i just want the people to know why i'm going uh, 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 i'm making uh, you nervous yeah so nervous um i think therapy is amazing i have therapy scheduled for like weeks to come i think it's so good i think sometimes and once again i'm using this situation but i don't know what happened with him so i can't say but but i think sometimes like in situations like this people will say we need to get help rather than just talking to each other Mm. and i should say instead of in addition to talking to each Mm -hmm. other so they'll immediately go we need to get help Mm -hmm. right where there's a conversation to have yeah before where you need to like open up to each other because then i think what happens is you get to therapy and everything's like a a surprise oh right yeah and i think having been having been in counseling with my ex-wife before um i think then you also start to like hold stuff back Mm -hmm. Because I don't want to hurt this person's feelings in front of someone else, right? Mm-hmm. Whereas if I could sit with you on our couch and tell you, like, this is how I feel sometimes, this is how I feel sometimes, like, let's go talk to the counselor about that. I don't think it's it's going to hurt their feelings when you say it in front of someone else. And I'm yeah. just saying I, I've felt that before. Yeah. And that's a series of conversations, right? Like, that was the, like, if you're to the point where, like, life feels miserable to you. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, and we've talked about minor things all along, like, and, but I, you know, the final point to me with that situation was like, you should just be so thankful. And like, I envy a relationship and want a marriage that somebody can tell me with that one, I've created a safe space for them to say, I'm not in a okay spot or I want things to be better, whether it be in sex or well, well, I just life or I just told you, I'm trying to hold back coughs. (laughs) Is that not? That's not work. No, no, it's not no, good for us. No. <laughs> and I told, and I said we were going to go down a rabbit hole. So, it's okay. getting back yeah. to where it was was that um, the thought, men. the thought that women have on men's vulnerability. I would just love to like get a group of women together with wine 
and, <laughs> and put them in a room that has like the little mirror thing where I get to watch it uh-huh. and and like have flip cards where they flip over different topics and discuss what they think men think about that and vulnerability would be like three of them <laughs> I'm just kidding um but I think women think it's super attractive. Okay. I'm not going to speak for all women. I think my group of friends who are also women who like to challenge themselves, like to better themselves, right? ask tough questions of one another, find when a man can be vulnerable, very attractive. Right. Um, in addition to what work are you doing on it? Right. Like if there's something that you're looking to improve about yourself, like not just, I'm not somebody who like wallows in self-pity either. Yeah. Or like, Hey, I want this to change or Hey, but then like, okay, what do we do about it? I, I well, So that's funny because I think it is because the other things blending into the next thing we're going to is like vulnerability in dating, vulnerability mm-hmm. in marriage, vulnerability in a relationship. Being vulnerable on the second date is not sexy. I'm sure you, <laughs> I'm sure you wouldn't think that. It depends actually. I think it, it's it, the way it in which somebody. Yeah. It depends on what they're vulnerable about. Yeah. Right. But, but there's levels, I guess we'll just put it that way. You do not want you do not want no. some guy giving you no, not everything. His dick but I think on date one or date two, no. like like be Prince Charming for a minute, a half a second. Yeah, just give me like, and once again, this is a guy thinking about the way guys' vulnerability should be. Right? Maybe I'm totally yeah, but confidence wrong. and self awareness are like two of the most attractive things to me. So yeah, most but, guys laugh. Like I like I said, it's it's. I think there's a level to because I I'm totally fine with like. You you want it? You can have it. Like, t- take it. But... but it's how you talk about it. I think the times where people right. have chosen to be, because I will say I'm somebody mm-hmm. that people open up to very quickly. Right. It's not uh, unleashing I... or like doing it to like hotwire connection or to be like, I want you to know all this stuff about me. That's not attractive, yeah. right? It's intentional, like because it came about as part of a conversation or you can tell when somebody is like, I really want to say this, but I don't, right? Like mm-hmm. I feel comfortable enough with you to share it, but I that to me actually is super attractive that now I know I've created an environment where you do feel sure. comfortable and it's the way in which you say it, right? That you're, I think it's a confidence that comes across with the vulnerability. So, and again, I guess it depends on what we're, what we're sharing right. on date two, but I do think there because is a way I, to deliver something vulnerable. Because there you go. Because yeah, I think together. in, I know Wait, I, you have cough drop. I yeah. Um, Cause I think in, a marriage, you can share whatever you want. Mm. Like, give it to me. Yeah. Like, so much so that I was like... Well, it's the mystery factor. So I think that probably plays into really? it. Like, in, in, like in dating. One? Okay. Like, if you're on a second date, you want... So if somebody's already divulging deep, dark secrets, there's less mystery. And I feel like some people like... Like, the game of dating is to kind of peel back the onion, right? Like, get to know that person. So- well, because well, the other thing is, like, going back to our friends' conversation... Uh-huh. Like you don't want to like over share, give some, yeah, get over like, because I don't even know if I want to date yet. So like I, the mystery, I need, (laughs) is it the mystery or is it like the intrigue? Well, I'm just saying like, I don't know that I want that heavy, whatever on me in day two. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to have to carry your baggage, which sounds really harsh, but I mean, in a way it's the truth. Whereas, like I said, in a marriage, like there shouldn't be anything you right. can't tell each other if you're truly in it. Um, and then, like in a relationship, is like that in between, right? Like mm-hmm. that's the worst one there is, right? Because <laughs> you you don't share enough, mm-hmm. and then you know it's why people usually end up breaking mm-hmm. up is because they don't get vulnerable enough with each other, or they have walls built up, or trauma mm-hmm. has done whatever to them in the past, 
and all these things. So it's like such a crazy dynamic on on that. And then also you I, I mean, we made a great point. Like what do you get vulnerable with your partner about mm. at what stage? And because I mean, there's been I'm sure there's times when I mean, 100 percent like it's that age old story that like when you, a guy first starts dating a girl and she's like giving him too much mm -hmm. he's like this girl's crazy which right. i hate i i have never to my detriment probably called a girl crazy because i think there's a girl always has a reason for what her actions are yeah. right there's always more to the story there's, there's always, always more to the story history and yeah for something whether it has to do with this guy yeah. or not like um and most times it doesn't probably but so i i i never do that but a lot of guys like that's what they take that as it's like this girl like literally is trying to marry me tomorrow because she's i do think because she's telling me yeah she you know about xyz yeah. yeah xyz no i do think a lot of guys get scared of that too but do you really think that guys who are ready for a relationship feel that way depending i mean i think there's a level right like i'm not saying if this person is just knows is able but, to talk but, about this. Let's, let's do it this way. Okay. How many times has a friend told you that they're talking to this guy mm -hmm. and told you stuff that they told the guy and you were like, ugh? Mm, not that often. And, and here's another thing. And this is going to be really disrespectful yeah. in a way. <laughs> so should I so, brace myself? You should brace yourself. We can edit it out if you're mad. <laughs> you're, we'll just put it this way. You're like in your 30s, right? Yeah. So... That question, I mean, that question would probably relate more to some, like women mm -hmm. dating in their twenties, um, and who have been through less. I know that's an unfair stereotype, no, yeah, yeah. but the more someone's been through, the less they're probably gonna feel like that because your friends are probably, you know, mature in relationships to not mm. do that. But we like heard of that and seen oh, it yeah. in movies oh, yeah. and stuff 100%. where you're like, you told him what? Yeah, I'm like, shush, shut your mouth, stop talking. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm trying. So the flip side is I'm trying to think of what the alternative of that is to a guy like what would a guy tell his friends and him be like bro you didn't oh i mean there's probably a lot of things like what i mean like maybe like a sexual story that they like no he's, gonna, he's probably gonna root his friend on and be like you did what we're talking <laughs> no, about no, no, i'm saying that he shared something like way too oh with like girl? i had a threesome on a rooftop yeah, whatever a guy dates, wouldn't whatever. share that i mean who never a smart guy we're talking right about. okay well um there's, there's a lot of smart girls that overshare. Oh, yeah. Right. There's uh, Again, I think that's the hot the there is part of like the hot wiring a connection, right? Like if I share more then I get to know that person faster, mm -hmm. right? Rather than letting the natural progression of like getting to know somebody. Like mm -hmm. on a friendship level, you don't do that to people that you're just like out meeting. You slowly get to know them over time. But I think mm -hmm. a lot of people and I I would venture to say women more yeah. want to speed up the process. They're like, "Oh, found this guy, I really like him. I'm just going to like try to rush this along it's like what like i was going to a first date i'm like do i even like this person would i want to hang out with them again right, like, right, right. would i want to be friends with them exactly so you got to put a little bit of yeah. wall up like where you not a, figure yeah. that out but i think like yeah as you get older you you yeah. recognize that you're like i don't it's not a like it's a person that i want not just sure but i think as as you get older you also are able to make that assessment better yeah. right like is this someone i could share that with? right i was gonna go into some of the same questions that i asked Cornelius in that you said you're someone who's like more prone to be vulnerable, mm. right? Like how do, how do you feel like you got there? Mm. I think naturally mm -hmm. I've just been like that. I think 
also seeing other people mm. be vulnerable and like that I always viewed it as a strength, right? Like that in every, or I, I got that warm feel like our relationship got deeper. Mm -hmm. So whether they met me with it and shared something vulnerable about themselves it immediately created an environment where I felt like I could do that with them over time. Right. And I also think in practice, right. And doing it when you, and there's levels to it, right? Like you might share something small and you can like almost see in their eyes, like, wow, I'm shocked that they were right. willing to share that. Yeah. But then it's like the greatest feeling when you slowly start to see somebody do it back to you. And you're like, you know, you've cultivated that relationship where it's like something that, or from somebody where you are kind of surprised they shared it with you of all people, but you've obviously created that environment. And I, so I always try to be the one to be more intentional about mm -hmm. being willing to share things that are slightly more vulnerable right. in order to allow them to be, do the same. But originally, how did I get that way? I guess. Well, I guess I a, a better question would be, when did you think, do you feel like you got that way? Cause while you were talking, I was trying to think of that myself. Um, because like the things you were saying right then made me think about that would come with maturity and age. Mm. So then when did you feel, <laughs> goodness, <laughs> when did you feel like you were more? I feel like I've always been like that. Honestly, I'm somebody always like high school, everything. I mean, I've always been somebody who has a ton of friends. I mean, and I didn't have, going to, I went Whoa. to, excuse us we'll make sure we put her uh, instagram handle in the thing here so she can have more friends no i just i've also put myself in situations where i was forced to make them right i left Fine. boston i went oh, to right, right. state. Sure. i didn't know anyone that's a good point everyone there knew somebody because they all went to high school in florida well, you didn't have any friends in boston like no yeah friends no with one. Anyone in boston. my five best friends from kindergarten are still my five best friends yeah boston sucks <laughs> i'm just kidding i like boston ouch i like boston but but yeah, so I, I, I have been in situations where I, I either was going to be alone mm -hmm. or I chose to invest in other people. And to me, the best things in life have come from the relationships I have and the friendships I've made. And like, what is life if not connection? And I think... I, well, not everyone feels that way. Like a lot of people like don't, yeah, like, yeah. like are more loners. Yeah. I'm, I'm like you, I feel like in that I like to be around people so much so that like one of the initiatives I have for my little like 26 day initiative is meaningful time alone. Mm. Like I'm like forcing myself. I had to, to learn that actually. I was not good at being alone. So um, I'm well, I'm doing it to see like what I'm missing too. Like, like, is there, is there, cause I know it's valuable. Mm. Um, but, but what am I missing out on or not thinking about or not giving myself space to do because mm -hmm. I'm not spending time alone? Um, as far as when you became vulnerable or, you know, yeah. for me, cause I'm trying to think cause I was married before and probably shouldn't say this. This is me being vulnerable myself. I, I, I've told some people this. I don't remember a lot about being married. Maybe it's a good thing. Maybe it's a bad thing. But I just don't remember married? a lot. Um, I really don't like. How long were you married? Uh, I'm embarrassed to say oh. now. Six years. Oh. But I don't know if it was like, the trauma of getting divorced that's like yeah. blocked it out but i don't think there was a ton of trauma in that i think it was a great decision um for both of us she's happy seems to be happy remarried all that stuff so there's that part but i'm like do you think you were vulnerable enough in your marriage that's and so that's what i'm struggling mm. to figure out when i try and think back because like was i i, I like bet i was a tough conversation i bet i wasn't mm -hmm. well so this podcast started as a blog okay. which started because 
of the stuff I felt like I learned coming out of my marriage. Because mm. my, my ex-wife is a great girl. Mm-hmm. And I, I seriously had thoughts of like, oh, I'm never going to find someone great for me. Mm-hmm. When she wasn't great for me, she was just a great girl. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah. And so the thought of this was like, if the real thought was I moved to Chicago, I thought I was going to meet, this is me getting vulnerable again a little bit. I thought I was going to meet a bunch of like really successful, cool, secure dudes and just felt like in Chicago, a bigger city was mm-hmm. what it was in my head. Just found more of the same insecure guys that are everywhere else. So it was like, you know, trying to get inside of that thought process and why that happens, which I came up with was because guys don't talk about anything. They don't learn anything new. So there's no progression from guys unless one of a few things happen. Um, they learned it from a woman. There was a traumatic event, mm-hmm. i.e. my divorce for me or someone dies or something like that. Um, what was the last reason? Traumatic event. Learned it from a woman. I can't remember. You could go back to learn it from a woman. Yeah. No. <laughs> well, but that's not a good thing, right? Yeah. Because then you're limited to how, however progressive that woman is. Right. Whether it be your mom, your sister, your mm-hmm. girlfriend, your wife. Um, and so they and, – and then the only, guy, only people that guys talk to are their best friends. A woman – stereotypical we'll talk to i'm stereotyping i mean we'll talk to co-workers we'll talk to people in the nail salon we'll talk to um random people they'll read magazines about progression guys don't do that Mm -hmm. i mean guys you know men's health is really just a circle of the same stuff um i can definitely tell in dating at least guys who've done self-work and self-reflection and those who have not right and so what i'm worried about is that I may not have gotten vulnerable and at least until then, assuming I'm Mm -hmm. where I need to be even yet, but at least till then, which that was 30, 31. Mm -hmm. And so, and and mine was because of a traumatic quote unquote event. Mm -hmm. So like, what about people that are just acting like they're content in whatever marriage that don't have that traumatic event or. Well, and I will be vulnerable myself and say that I am really great at being vulnerable and creating a, sense of vulnerability or a space to be vulnerable Mm -hmm. much more so in friendships than I can probably reflect on in relationships in past relationships one thing I said the other day was in I think it was my love one was that how come like there's so much more at stake your kids have there is yeah. Your kids have this long leash that there, there's no way they could piss you off, mm-hmm. piss you off to where you wouldn't support them. Your friends have this long leash. I mean, within reason, right. family. but, but, and then, um, and then family has this long leash, but then all of a sudden, like in a relationship, they piss you off, like on to the next one. It's so crazy. Or I can be vulnerable with my kids and show them all this love. I can be vulnerable with my family and tell That's them everything about me. Yeah. There's more at stake right. for me in a relationship. And, but I get in a relationship, the person who essentially would is supposed to, and I, I said off yeah. biblical terms in that one is supposed to be closer than all mm-hmm. those other people eventually. And you won't go there with them. So how, like, it's like the chicken. Of well, the egg. Yeah. And what is, I mean, intimacy is really vulnerability, right? Like, right whether right, you get absolutely. naked in front of somebody, whether you tell somebody what, Oh, I'd get naked in front of him, in front of him, almost I'm anyone. I'm sure. Look at your Instagram. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> more to come. <laughs> got a progress pic I got to take tomorrow. So. Oh, my God. But no, I think like that is the true testament of, or like the, 
your relationship will only like be met at a certain level and intimacy that's met the same level of vulnerability. I know. And it never works like that. I know. It's yeah. It's, I know. There's just a lot of at stake. I feel like there's different things at stake than with your kids. I think they're, you're talking about situations where people are going to love you unconditionally in essence. I mean, and then your partner, somebody you're around, your kids don't really have a choice, <laughs> but your, yeah. your partner chooses every day to be with you, your family, but, your, but your I mom think I would even, I would even go so far as to say, uh, you, you said it, that you match the energy you're given, right? No. You kind of did. Okay. Like you match your vulnerability. Oh, oh, oh meaning like, cre- yeah, 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 yeah. I don't say you match it, but you could, you can create it. But I'm saying in yeah. all those other instances, maybe the friendship the mm-hmm. most, but those people aren't matching it for you. Mm-mm. You know what I mean? Like your kids are right, definitely no. not matching it because they can't. It's a, it's yeah, but they, a, they can in a different way. Like think if I was thinking actually the time that my mom, like, I don't know, for me, I had like great parents and really like same. I idyllic love you mom yeah (laughs) love you mom too um childhood you know my parents are still married i love you too dad (laughs) actually i had a whole podcast on her for like eight minutes you're great too thanks (laughs) what a son um no but the first time that my mom shared something that like humanized her you know Mm -hmm. you like i don't know my parents to me like did everything right and they were perfect or just like you thought of most adults like they're always doing the right thing they're gonna protect kids they're gonna whatever and so the time she candidly shared that she considered divorcing my dad Mm -hmm. and like why and what came of that and how Mm -hmm. she worked through it and all of those things. And it was like, I obviously knew that she didn't just share that immediately. Like I was was an adult when she shared it. And I think I was going through my own like relationship issue. And Mm -hmm. she's like, you know, I, I want to share this with you for you to reflect. And so I still think there can be a a vulnerability dynamic, even if you had young children, right? Things that you're willing to talk about or say, I feel a weakness with this allows your kid to then say, oh, it's okay for me to say when my feelings are hurt or to say when I need need attention from them or I'm feeling like neglected. So what's surprising when you say it like that is that I feel like, and I gave my mom this credit when we were talking the other day, they were always like super open with me. And I felt like, they didn't treat me like a kid. with the information they shared and the way they were vulnerable in some mm. of those ways. I didn't feel like they were treating me like a kid. Mm. Um, and she's like, well, maybe we should have. And I'm like, no, I think it's one of the best things that you that's guys actually said. what I told my mom. She asked me what she could have done better as a parent. I'm like, very right. few things I could ever say. I right. think the one thing that I would say, and maybe it's just me not remembering is ever seeing you and dad, like truly they never fought in front of us ever right. very my- intentionally. Yeah. Um, but I think there was a constructive way to disagree and right. that I want my children to see right. because I feel like I have the, not trauma, but I can recognize in past relationships yeah. that I thought that, and maybe it was just symptomatic of that relationship, sure. but if we get in one fight, it's over. Right. Yeah. Like I you have don't see it. You don't fear. see, you don't see like crossing the line no. and coming back. And I, to the point, I think that's very important. Where I was going is that my parents, I feel like we're very vulnerable with life stuff. Mm. And then I don't understand how vulnerable, if I was vulnerable or how vulnerable I was until, you know, this point or that point. The other part of that is obviously maybe I was vulnerable and I just didn't know mm-hmm. what things I needed to share or couldn't share. But but I'm pretty sure I had walls up because um, I'm still, still breaking walls down. I'm still now. thinking about it. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I did. So 
Um, I don't, I don't know that I was my so- trainers who taught me that actually not to be that way. Cause we would like, he and I would go at it. I had the same trainer in Atlanta for six mm-hmm. years and he'd get pissed off about something. Right. Mm-hmm. Or I'd be pissed off or he'd right. yell at me about something, whatever. Right. And do more reps. Yeah, no, the set. Like that it would be something like, Hey, you know, can I, something about my membership, right? Like, mm-hmm. can I roll these over? He'd mm-hmm. be like, this is a business. Like just because we've been friends right. forever. Like I have a business, whatever. I'm right. like, okay, Brian. And we would just like get into it and let people roll them yeah, up for dude. Like, God, happen, whatever. I mean, I get it. It's available either, dude. That's a problem. He really was. He really dedicates his whole life to it. But and I respect it. And he was a great trainer. And but we did have like a mm-hmm. brotherly, sisterly. So I Which thought it is okay for me to ask if others right. not not that I thought it was okay for anybody to ask, right. but I'm like, you know, if my anyone's family gonna gone to weddings to get like right. yeah, we like if anyone was gonna ask, I thought it would be okay. Right. And so whatever, we'd get into it. And then the next time I'd walk in, like the very next day, he just like bear hugged me. Like I'd still be thinking about it because I don't like leaving things unsettled with somebody or just like in a weird spot, which is probably another thing I should work Mm -hmm. on. Um, But he just like bear hugged me. And it's like, he didn't, I'm like, aren't we mad at each other? Yeah. And then never like talked about it again. Right. I'm like, oh, like it's not always just like over. Like you can wake up and just it happened you talked about it whatever like even if it didn't get settled so the there was no way we were going to settle whatever for sure i think in situations like that and just going down another rabbit hole for me i know it's not over Mm. right so i don't want to deal with this time between and i think i piss people off with this i don't feel like dealing with the time we got mad right now in the time that we realize it's not over because Mm. a lot of petty BS goes on in between. I I do cuss. I don't know why I'm not. I'm trying to cuss less. I'm not doing a very good job. But, um, (laughs) but a lot of stuff happens in between here that doesn't need to happen. If Mm -hmm. you just understand what I'm saying. But anyways, yeah. Um, but no, I I I think those are are valuable lessons and you know, uh, great examples of different types of vulnerability. Right? Mm -hmm. Like, you mentioned my fighting fair one. Mm -hmm. I mean, if there's ever a time that you that you have to be more vulnerable and more compromising i don't know when it would be than an argument per per the conversation we're just having but i'm trying to think just for the sake of listening what are other times you have to be vulnerable like obviously when a traumatic event has happened sharing that with other people i think if we're talking about in relationships sharing trauma that could affect your relationship mm-hmm. is is tough that's, and that's a hard one it's like when do i share when, when am i, I what, is it too much and then the problem is is this you never know if it's a, a thing they've had in the past like the opposite way that's gonna right and a, it's like how do your triggers play off of right exactly yeah um that's one thing i'm trying to think of what else i would say in dating so i would it's, i am the girl for better or for worse so it'll be interesting to get your take on this right but if there's a good looking guy like i'll walk right up right i have What's no issue time? But my friends always like, what are you doing? I'm like, okay, what are, here's the cost. Oh, you're saying that's making you vulnerable. Yeah. Like I walk well, up and I'm like, hey, need to understand that guys are pussies. <laughs> well, how vulnerable you have to be to do that. Right. Because when a guy walks up to you and he says something, I have no issue with them walking up. Like I, well, you don't, right. Because you understand. I mean, and also like, I will be cordial and like, they're For still sure. a human being. Like, okay, I can totally give them the vibe that I'm not into it and have a conversation sure. like anyone else. But, but I'm saying it. the same girl that, like it's like guys never walk up to me the same girl that acts like a bitch oh yeah no well i yeah and i totally can see even amongst my friends i'm like you look like a bitch (laughs) like you're sitting there with a resting bitch face so obviously no one's walking up to you or friends will be like well 
why do you get so many dates? I'm like, I, I create situations mm-hmm. for myself because I'm willing to go up to somebody and be like, Hey, yeah. are you single? You're yeah. looking like we've been staring at each other across the bar and clearly sure. one of us is going to have to make a move. Right. But I do think, and I I'll say this often too. And I think it can relate to any type of relation. You could be in a marriage. You could, the truth is the truth, whether you ask it or not. What does that mean? Or if in I, this context, what does that mean? Meaning if you're willing, if you need to share something or you need to ask something or right. you're like, Hey, I think our sex life's a little dry, sure. right? Like, and we're married. What are you thinking? Like threesome or? <laughs> I don't know. I'm just, I'm just spitballing yeah. here. Are, you, are we talking, you know, are we talking toys? Are we talking threesome? Where are we going? Any here? other things, right? Okay. So if you're like, hey, it's a little dry, right? Mm-hmm. Or you're, you are scared to say that yeah, because it might hurt their feelings or whatever. You're still thinking that thought, whether you say it out loud or not. True. Well, that's a good point. Right? So that's where I always say. If a girl's scared to ask or a guy's scared to ask, what is, where are we at in this relationship? Like, right. where are things going? Man, that's my, that's, that's, I'm going to let you finish in the night. No, I just think, so there's so many instances though, where, and I always say to, the, so whether it be going up to the guy, could he deny me? But yeah, what's the, like, what do I have to lose? Okay. Either I meet the man of my dreams right, or on the worst case scenario, he doesn't think I'm attractive and I, but he didn't think I was attractive. He wasn't going to walk up to me anyway. Yeah. So I might as well shoot my shot. Sure. I mean, and I've done it. I've had guys that I left my number with a bartender to give to him. And they text me like two weeks later being like, Hey, I'm in a relationship. I just want to give you props, like yeah. respect it. And if, if something happens, I'll yeah. hit you up. <laughs> That's so. Where do I want to even start? I know there's there? a lot to unpack there. I just dropped a lot on you. <laughs> what was the part I just jumped on where I, cause I was listening. The past... truth is the truth with you after no, or not. After that. Um, what sucks is that people are going to listen to this and know what part I'm talking I about. I can't <laughs> well, what it means is that I was listening to what yeah. you said after it. That's why I forgot. No, what part was I going to? Um... I'm trying to think what I said after that. Being willing to say what you need. Being yeah. fearful of it. I can't remember. But I had so many feelings so many on things. it. Like so it's, excited. it's a conversation I have all the time. Um Come on, now it's going to bother me. Yeah, I know. I'm going to have to listen back and we're going to have to have another podcast to finish it. Or I'm going to have to do it on one of my little like short ones. You're going to remember. I hope so. Um, Yeah. Gosh, I'm like so mad. Going up to people, going up to guys, girls, understanding that. I think it was past. Well, yeah. No, because we said. And and everybody, you're just going to have to like struggle through this with us for a second. It was right after that. Going up to people. Um. Man, I don't know. Something to do with dating. If you have the conversation all the time, what conversations do you have all the time? God. In relation to girls it's walking up to you? podcasting, people. You don't always know what you're going to say. Really? <laughs> I just want this to be a lesson to everybody listening. Yeah. Man, I'm so mad. Yeah, I'm mad too now. But, um, I mean, the point is. You're not going to get any point till you remember this. I see it in your eyes. No, I know. I, I well, that's not coming back. That is like long gone. <laughs> Maybe oh, what I can do is I can listen back, and we can just amend it like on yeah. the end on Zoom or something. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, yeah, let's do that. But anyways, well, we're getting close to the end of like the time I yeah. it would be anyways, and I probably would have gone down a lot of rabbit holes. But I always like to like sum it up. Mm. Um, for me, I think vulnerability is so important. I think being self-conscious and self-reflecting on it, which are two different things to me. Self-conscious is like being aware of what 
you know, what you're doing self-reflecting is obviously looking back hindsight. I think doing both of those things is really big in understanding what you're sharing and what you're not sharing, mm. um, assessing each situation to know, should I have shared more in that, in that time? And I think that is some of where I maybe kick myself the most. It's like, gosh, I, I see walls that I have up mm. and I think it frustrates me that I have them up, but at the same time, it does help me work through stuff. You know, like why did I not share it? The reason I didn't share it is what I realized that, you know, I should work yeah. on this. I should work on that. So um, I think, especially for guys, it's, I don't think there can be enough, like, mm. you know, cause they're never going to go to 10. I right. think, you know, guys can, can focus on getting to five, getting to six and you're sharing. Yeah. And understand that because I had this conversation, with, I actually have this conversation with my friend a lot in a situation he's in is that I think the more you can communicate with that, the better, because women will never know what we're thinking. Like they always never. think we're thinking something different than, than we're you thinking. are. Yeah. All the time. Yeah. I'm like, you, I'm like, really? That's what you got <laughs> from that. That's what you got from me. huh? Well, and like, you know, that each time, like if I reflect back on any time somebody was vulnerable with me, like mm -hmm. how much deeper and better and for people who care about connection mm -hmm. and like that makes them tick which is mm -hmm. certainly someone that i am like there can only be benefit from choosing the vulnerability and really like you're already having those thoughts yourself so all you're doing it is putting it on the on the table for that person to choose like what you're scared of is the reaction sure. you're scared of what the outcome is going to be right the feeling that you are having about that thing is there yeah like it's already within you you're sure. just it's just the outcome of sharing it out loud yeah and it is it's high it can be high stakes but i think not living in that truth like you want to go through life faking who you are well, not living wholeheart wholeheartedly yeah sure i was gonna say like if you're in a relationship where you can't share who you are then you're right. not really in a relationship at all i remembered what it <laughs> was here we go <laughs> yes okay i'm ready it, it was when you said talking about where you are in a relationship it is, is something i definitely talk about a lot because I, I always start the conversation with you are nothing that you haven't talked about you are mm -hmm. so like no one owes you anything until you've talked about the fact that you owe me this and by that i mean like we're not even talking to each other unless we've talked about we're talking to each other we're definitely not dating unless we've talked about we're dating we're we're especially not in a relationship unless we've talked about being in a relationship because i think far too often people will assume mm -hmm. they're in this space because of the actions that are going on and not make themselves because they don't want to make themselves vulnerable Task. to have the conversation because obviously you're afraid of being denied mm -hmm. but do you think that guys i mean you can say that but do you think guys are always forthcoming with having that conversation either to establish those so once again you're nothing that you haven't talked about yeah. being if he won't have that's where i got to that because you said guys are like or you said something to the effect that i'm going to say now that if a guy won't have the conversation then it's because he doesn't want it yeah. he doesn't want it right that's why i just say people it's it's very clear like where people stand. So that's where, that's just how I, if I talk to my girlfriends about dating, like right. I'm always like, ask the hard questions. Like right. the truth is the truth, whether right. you ask it or not. Sure. So you sitting there scared of what, that the outcome's going to change. Wouldn't you rather just get there sooner? Like sure. the guy doesn't like you, or if the yeah. guy's going to turn me down in the bar, he's going to turn me right. down in the bar. 
Sure. So it's like the only thing that is on the table is my ego at that yeah. point. Either, or meeting the man of my dreams. Like, And I, I've said this a lot in the last couple of podcasts, but once you know, everything's going to change. Because mm-hmm. you're either going to ch- know and change, or you're going to know and and know that you're accepting and elevate whatever it is, yeah. and go go from yeah. there. So that was a bonus conversation for you guys, since I I remember. So lucky, but um, but yeah, I gosh, um, I think it's a superpower at the end of the day. I do to too. I do too. Hence why I was giving Cornelius so much, yeah, so much uh, credit for it. So yeah, there was never a time where I what that person shared made me look like made me look at them less than because no matter how insecure the thought was or how negative the thing was just the fact that they were able to share it says so much about that. Well, person. I think people who can't accept people sharing vulnerable things mm. are insecure and oh, not vulnerable 100%. themselves. Yeah. So I, they're I mean, not your people then, right? It's like, right. what, isn't it best to show up wholeheartedly completely yourself right. and let the people who choose to stay, stay right. and let the two people who choose to go, go for sure. I agree. Well, great. Well, Such thank you time. so much. Uh, you saw my whole list of topics. So if you mm-hmm. ever want to come do another oh, one. Welcome back. <laughs> I don't know. I need to listen. <laughs> but I have to I say that. You know, but while you're here, I have to say that. Okay. So let me finish that. Okay, and then, go ahead. And then like if if like you ask me, you like tell me a time you want to come back and I say no, you know why. But I have to say it here. So if you ever want to come back, I'm just kidding. No, this was a great conversation to me. Should we have um, next topic is about being direct. <laughs> Yeah, I'm into it. Do I have one of those in there? I think. Oh, oh. I think I do. Um, which one? You don't want me to come back? You can just tell me that. Right. You're not gonna I hurt know. my feelings. You know. Let me see. Do, well, you might for like half a second. That's actually funny. If I, you know what I always wonder, um, is doing one of these and then not posting it would that like hurt someone's feelings? Like, I don't think it's like. I that, think it but... depends on if the person like was. I don't know. The situation. Enough? Yeah. Do I have directed here? No, no I don't see it. it you could, could fall under your ghosting category. People are not very yeah. direct with their feelings. Right. That, which leads to ghosting. I think ghosting would go under being direct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True. Correct. Or but lack of direct. Like there of. For sure. But no, I really appreciate it. It was great. You're welcome back. Thank you. For real. For now. <laughs> we'll now. see when you listen back. Stand, stand by, everyone. <laughs> But um, yes, Susan, Susan or Sue? Sue, either. Yeah, yeah. Sue, thanks. Uh, Marathon mentality. Uh, what were we calling this? Maybe this is vulnerability part two. I don't know. Sure. Part two. Thanks.